What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another episode of Can of Heaven. In today's episode, before I start, I always start with a disclaimer by stating that these are for entertainment purposes only, to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to make your own decisions, and I believe in your ability to be your own person. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to self-reflect and what that means for me and how I do my own self-reflection. And as always, before I start, I want to apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature. So, what is self-reflecting and what does that mean for me? Self-reflecting is basically looking back at yourself or looking back at your mind and the ways that you operate and function and how to even get to the point of turning your mind on itself is really about you knowing what you're doing and how do you get to a point of knowing what you're doing well it's simply look at look at your habits look at what you do look at how you move in the world and what i mean by how you move in the world is very simple these constructs are not something that you have to really really dig deep into unless i directly say like you should dig deep into this but what you're looking at is basically your habits it's the things that make you you because we all have this ego and we all operate using this ego and the ego is just your habits your beliefs your values how you speak how you physically move how you express yourself so look at all those ways that you express yourself Look at the ways that you operate. What do you look at when you're making decisions? And that will determine a lot of your personality. Like, for example, if I'm turning myself on myself, right? Turning my mind on itself, then I will look at, okay, when I'm making decisions, what do I say? How do I weigh the pros and cons? What in my mind even, what even are the pros and the cons? when I'm looking at something and that will really tell you a lot about yourself so what this means for me is basically how you grow as a person this is how I see it how you grow as a person will determine your overall kind of Growth, I guess I could say, is the best word that's coming to mind. And when you're able to reflect on yourself, you're able to grow. So that's what it means for me. It's basically your growth. How much you're able to look at yourself and say, "Mm, I should probably not do that. And so turning your mind on itself is basically, okay, how do I react to certain situations? When people are pushing my buttons purposefully do I get defensive do I turn into this animalistic thing right because we're animals do I go into fight or flight do I go into hope and fear or do I do my own thing and what is my own thing and how can I improve that and most people 
I say most because obviously not everybody's really reactive, but most people, they operate on fight or flight. Whether they fight somebody on what they're doing to them or the situation that's happening around them, they fight the situation or they flee, right? Or you fly. When someone's uh, trying to purposefully push buttons, do I run away from the situation? Do I move from the situation? Do I remove myself from the situation? Or even mentally, do I disassociate? Or am I thinking really negative thoughts and fighting this situation through just my mind? And with those two things being said, I want to talk about why this even matters, why I'm talking about this in the first place, and how to use this to your advantage. So the reason that I'm talking about reflecting on yourself in the first place is because reflecting on yourself will get you to notice things that you kind of just do normally. It's part of your ego, so it's something that you do without consciously recognizing what you're doing or what's happening in the moment. And why I even want to bring this up is because when you are doing things so subconsciously, you'll tend to repeat those over and over and that will be your way of existing. And when your way of existing has some sort of friction with the world around you or with people, you need to look at why is this happening and why I even want to mention that is because that's how you grow as a human being. You'll look at what your mind is doing because your body is a reflection of what your mind is doing, what it's thinking about, what it's talking about, what it's picturing. Some people don't have an inner monologue, so it's what you're thinking about. And how do you use this to your advantage? So, obviously, when you have the ability or when you adapt the ability or when you create the ability to self-reflect or when you create the ability to look at yourself in the way that your mind is working, you use that to your advantage naturally because you'll be able to maneuver situations a lot better than you were versus if you were on autopilot. We are products of what our mind is thinking about. We're products of what you think about. You're a product of what you say. You're a product of what you feel and what you feel comes from what you think about. And how, let's put this into an example of how you can use self-reflection to your advantage. Let's say you're somebody who's highly reactive. And when you are probed or when people are picking at you or pressing your buttons knowingly, this ability to turn on yourself will be a really really effective tool for you to be like, okay, you know what? Yesterday, I went into this flight mode where I was just in my head and I just let the person do what they were doing. So instead of physically fleeing, I just sat there and disassociated. And I just sat there and I was daydreaming. Because it's easier for me to run away than it is for me to fight the situation. I've already fought the situation and nothing came from it. So you're still living in this dynamic of hope and fear or uh, fight and flight. And 
when you have that ability to self-reflect, you can say, okay, how do I move from both of these into a new way of operating? And like I said, your body is a reflection of what you're thinking or what you're believing or what your inner monologue or the inner picture or those inner thoughts are. And when you have the ability to self-reflect, you have a new way of looking at things. And you're able to look at things from a different point of view. So when you're self-reflecting and you say, okay, well, yesterday I, fl I just used my f uh, fly instinct rather than my fight instinct. But how do I move out of this? Moving out of hope and fear or fight and flight is simply you recognizing when those two patterns are happening in yourself. So you need to be able to self-reflect. And self-reflecting is something that you build through time, time and time again, of you being like, I know what I'm doing. Hold on, wait a minute, I'm fighting this or I'm running away from this. And when you recognize, oh, right now I'm running away from this. Why do I, why am I doing that? It's not something that's going to interfere with my, um, my survival. Most of the time, we run away from things or we fight things through our animalistic um, survival instincts. And when you move out of the survival instincts, you come into this greater awareness of yourself. So when you're self-reflecting, look at the things that you do and look for those points in yourself where you're physically acting like an animal in physical danger. I'm not saying fight or flight is a bad thing because in situations where you, you feel your life is physically in danger, of course those are key and those are vital. But that's why our default mode is to go to these fight or flight instincts. It's we are an animal. Those are our instincts. So how do you move away from those things when they're not physically causing you any danger? Or when they're not physically causing harm, I should say. Because there's some, some things that you should have that survival mode. And you need to know when is my life really in danger versus when it's not. If someone is literally harassing you to the point where you physically feel like, oh my god, this person's weird, this person's creepy, this is a scary situation. Of course, you know, look at one of those and see which one will fit better in that situation. If you're getting physically mugged, it's probably better to run away versus for you to fight these people, right? And in some situations, you are not physically in danger. So use your discernment when it comes to all of those things because I am not an expert on, you know, self-defense or anything like that. So this is not an episode on self-defense. So with that being said, your response to the environment around you will benefit from you self-reflecting because you'll probably avoid a lot of those situations out of how much you're able to turn on yourself and when you turn your mind on itself you'll be able to have the ability to have a crazy high instinct or a crazy really really well-developed intuition and our intuition is that animalistic part in ourselves that tells us, okay, this, not a good situation. This, probably better, but not that great. 
This one, however, this is a good situation. Maybe not completely because nothing is ever perfect, but this is a really good situation for me. And when you're able to turn your mind on itself, it gives you more advantages because you recognize, one, you recognize you're an animal. Because most people are living on autopilot. They don't even turn on themselves to realize, whoa, this is an animal body. We were, you know, a development of an organism. And what our body is, is a combination of all these crazy elements like water, like air, like mass. So when you're able to turn your mind on itself, it gives you that advantage. It gives you an edge over somebody who's not second guessing absolutely anything about themselves because they think they're perfect. And that is what leads to so, so, so much growth as a person. And that leads to so much growth in every area. You're more intelligent, you're more thoughtful, you are more mindful, you are more caring, you are more compassionate. And not only that towards the world, but you're that towards yourself. And having this ability to be like, okay, this is what I did last time. We're going to try something new. And we're not going to try to, we're going to try to move away from our animalistic traits of either fleeing the situation or fighting the situation. And instead, we're going to embrace the situation and try to use this as a way for my psyche to turn on itself and move from there. And this has so many advantages that I feel like it's just self-explanatory that it will really, really, really change not only your life, but it'll change how you move. When you're looking at yourself, when you're able to look in the mirror and say, okay, what am I doing? That's probably not the best right now. I know so many people who are like, oh, I don't need to brush my teeth. I don't need to shower. I don't need to make money. I don't need to do all of these things that is fundamental to life. I don't need to care about how other people feel. I don't need to have compassion. I don't need to love myself. And when you have these things that you're like, oh, I don't need, that's when you need to self-reflect. Because the majority of the times when you're like, I don't need to do deal with that, it's something you're pushing away. And turning your mind on itself will be, will give you the ability to be like, okay, wait a second, what am I trying to turn away from? And what am I putting way too much attention on? What do I fight? When people are, I don't know, trying to take me out to eat, I always say no because I fight it. And I run away from it because I don't even get to the situation. When people take me out, I usually leave midway through because I can't handle the socializing because people overwhelm me well what about that overwhelms me let me think about that let me look in the mirror and try to dissect why that specifically triggers the fight or flight and everything you do is led back to the first time that you had ever 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 done that and we learn from our mistakes right as humans that's how we evolve we say, okay, well, it's kind of like look at any animal. Most animals now, they've adapted over time to survive the harsh conditions that not only humanity has placed on it, but the world has placed on it. Like, for example, turtles have a shell to protect them from predators. That is an evolution. And that is what your psyche is constantly doing because we're an animal. 
and when you're able to turn your mind on itself you kind of like have this realization like this oh shit moment that's monumental for you and you have this realization that holy shit like there's so much more to me being just an animal just like there's so much more to the way that other animals survive in the wilderness there's so much more that we are not aware of and Turning your mind on itself will create a greater awareness for yourself, which in turn reflects to the world. Because your mind, sorry, your body is a reflection of your mind. And so when you have this, this psyche that you're able to toy with and that you're able to change through your own, you know, I guess stopping yourself from doing certain things or catching yourself when you do certain things, then you're able to have that show in itself and that will be your new operation system. A lot of people in the spiritual community talk about how do I reprogram myself? We are not directly a program, but you can think of yourself as a computer. A computer has code so that it operates, but at some point that code could fail for absolutely no reason. No reason at all. And so when the operation is failing within yourself, within your psyche, you're able to be like, oh, okay, this program is no longer working. Let's find a new one. Let's rewrite a new one. And most of the time, the things that you feel or the things that you think about have a lot to do with or they correspond with traumas. Or early childhood Memories, maybe not even memories that you're aware of right now because you've been so used to it. You're so conditioned and you're so programmed to that. And most of the time we're running on autopilot, which is why most people don't do the self-reflection to look back at their mind and be like, wow, I'm so much grander than just this animal that has to go make money, that has to, you know, be happy all the time. Or somebody who's running away from sadness or pain or frustration or anger. And most of the time when you're able to self-reflect, you're able to look at more than just the good and the bad. You're able to look at the gray matter, which really, really is huge because you recognize that the black and white of life isn't really so black and white. And with that being said, turn your mind on yourself. When someone asks you a question, think about your answer to the question, answer the question, and then think about why was that my answer? Why, when people ask me if I like red or blue better, why did I say I like red better? Why was red my favorite? And then you think and think and think until you come up with an answer. Sometimes it's immediate. And you say, well, because when I was a kid, my favorite person in the whole world, their favorite color was red. So automatically, I took on that role of like, wow, they love red, I should love red. And all of the programming that's in our psyche has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to do with our early, our early kid years where we were developing our personality. And when you were developing that personality or that ego, obviously, there's sometimes some things that aren't necessarily yours 
that you said, okay, that's going to be mine. And that's how we operate as human beings. We don't, we're not original and we'll never be original, but we can think outside of our norms and outside of the box to create a more refined and better version of ourselves. And most of the time, the self-reflection will help with not only those things, but just your overall growth as a human being. And the reason that I say that is because when you're able to reflect on yourself, you're able to see what's not working, right? All these areas of life, you're like, well, I'm not happy with the people that I have picked in romantic situations. All of my picks are not the greatest. Why is that? Do they have a common trait? Or do I like something that they all had? What is the commonality between all of it? What is the correlation? Or when I was picking my favorite thing to do or my favorite subject in school, it was always this. Why is that? Is there a commonality? Was I attracted to this type of thing from seeing something as a little kid? Or better yet, just through trauma. You could say, well, I'm scared of cooking because as a little kid, I put my hand on the burning stove and just left it there and now I have scars. And you could say, well, now I know better. Or you can be like, okay, why did I do that? And how can I try my best to be aware of when the stove is hot? And not judge the stove based off of my fears, my beliefs, or my values, or anything of that nature. And when you're self-reflecting, it's really turning back and being like, okay, I have this value, I have this belief, I replay this thought. And why do I do that? And why is that the first go-to thought that pops up in my head immediately? Why is that? And it's all about asking yourself why. And why is a question of expansion. We don't have a cor correct or incorrect you know, um, understanding of most things. And the reason for that is because why? That word is only an expansion word. You can't really get down to the root of why, because there'll always be something underlying, but you can get as close to refined as possible. Like, let's say, for example, we'll take the same example of me picking red or blue. If I pick red, okay, why was this person my favorite person? And then I could say, oh, well, it was because they liked this thing. And I said, okay, why did they like this thing? And I, I don't have an answer to that because I am not them. So I can't answer that. So that's where my why stops. And then I backtrack and I say, okay, I picked red because this was my favorite person. But deep down, I don't know why I picked red. I just picked red. So now let me look at all of these colors on this rainbow and let me inspect and find the one that feels the closest to the real version of myself as possible. And when you really get down to the root of what you are, you realize that you're just a loving being. All of the animals in the world, they don't have malintention. They're not out to get each other. They're not out to harm each other. Nobody is out to get you. Nobody is out to harm you. And you're able to recognize that and be like, okay, I have the ability, the freedom... I have the freedom to choose what I want. So let me think carefully about what I'm choosing and what I'm using at the moment. 
And so with that being said, I want to end this here because the last podcast that I did last week's was super long. And normally these are 25 minutes. So I'm just going to end this here. And I hope that this was helpful in any way, shape, and form. And obviously, I don't know your life. So take everything that I say with a grain of salt. And always do your own research. Meaning always, you know, look at yourself and be like, okay, why did I click on this video? What did I learn from this video? What feels right in this video? What really responds to my body? What does my body respond to in this video? And with that being said, I hope that you have a good day, a good night. Like I said, I don't know your life. And thanks for tuning in and tapping in to A Can of Heaven. I upload Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tapping in. This has been A Can of Heaven. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.